I just wonder this morning as we've come together, I only heard that song this week and it really impacted me. And I wonder this morning, is, is that what we desire? I want to speak the name of Jesus into lives, into communities, into situations. It's a name that brings healing. It's a name that brings life. It's a name that breaks strongholds. Do we want to speak into addiction? Do we want to speak into fear, anxiety, depression? Because there's plenty of it around at the minute. There really is. Do we want to shout Jesus from the mountains? Do we want to shout it in the streets, in the darkness? And of course, for our families. I've just got two portions of Scripture this morning. And the first one is John chapter 1 and verse 14. And this is what it says. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. That's the first one. And the second one is Acts chapter 10 verse 38. And it simply says this. And Jesus went about doing good. I enjoyed listening to Lex last week and listening to, if you like, his roadside ministry. And what I want us to look at today is ourselves because we've all got roadside ministries. We might think we haven't, but we have. And the professional was, of course, Jesus with his roadside ministries. And I want us to look at Jesus and reality. And the fact is, Jesus is reality. Because he knows about what reality is. He knows what's real. He knows all about us. He knows about our lives. He knows about the things we share. He knows about the things that we hide. And we all hide some things. And he knows about the masks that we sometimes put on. And we all wear them at time to times, don't we? He knows what we're going through. He knows our sufferings. He knows the things that hurt us. He knows the reality because he's simply real. And today I want us to look at ourselves. I want us to focus on ourselves as a church, yeah, but also as individuals. What are our roadside ministries? What's our experience? And you might say, well, why do we need to look at that? Well, I believe we need to look at that because it's important. It's important for us as a church, but it's also important for us as individuals, as we seek to serve and seek to walk with Jesus from day to day. It matters. It's important. We matter. You matter. I matter. So today we're going to think of roadside ministries. Jesus met people where they were. He meets people where they are. He meets them emotionally. He meets them physically, mentally. And it matters not where they are. He meets them. And he meets us too. It matters not where we are. He meets with us. And in the Bible as well, it was no different. Zacchaeus, he was up a tree. It wasn't, it wasn't an obstruction for Jesus. He met with him, told him to come down, went to his house for tea, totally transformed and changed. Blind Bartimaeus on the roadside. Jesus took the time to stop. And healed him. Jairus' daughter brought her back to life. The woman with the issue of blood. 
We could go on and on and on. Roadside ministries. Everywhere Jesus went, there was a ministry. The woman at the well, the man with the demons. Jesus met them where they were, where they were at. It didn't matter. And so, as the scripture said, Jesus was a do-gooder. Now, the thing is, today, society really is not really too keen on that, is it? Because down the years, what society has done is put a different connotation on the word do-gooder. It's a negative comment rather than a positive comment. And yet it should be positive. Surely, what is better, to do bad or to do good? It's to do good. And Jesus himself was a do-gooder. And we too need to get into that of being do-gooders and not be worried by what people say and how they put a slant on it. It doesn't matter. The truth is, it's good that we come together like this. It's good that we share together. It's good that we become community. But also, there's a massive community outside our walls. And it's a place where we need to be. It's a place where we need to go. And it's a place where we have roadside ministries. We had Lex last week. We've got Curtis. They've got their roadside ministries. But we all have roadside ministries as well. Some of us may not even know what they are, but we have them. And I hope you see that as we talk this morning. So we meet people where they are. We meet people where they're at. We meet people where there is a need. We meet people where there is hurt, where there's chaos, where there's darkness, where there's injustice, where there's addiction, where there's abuse, where there's misunderstanding, where there is judgment, where no one goes. And yet still today, the biggest disease of all is the lack of love. I think it was Mother Teresa who said years ago, the biggest disease in the world is the lack of love. And sadly today, it still is. Being unwanted, being uncared for, being deserted by everybody. The reality is, and we all do this because it's good, it's right, it's proper. We invite people to church. We invite people to come to church. We want them to come to church. But the reality and the probability is they probably won't. Unless it's a funeral, it's a christening, it's a carol service, or it's a wedding. They will attend those, but the probability is just by inviting them, they may not come. Some will, always. But the reality is probably not. And so what we need to do is get out there, build relationships, speak to people, get involved with people, get involved in people's lives. As it were, be, do, gooders. We read all those needs. There's hurt, there's chaos, there's darkness, there's abuse, there's addictions. Places sometimes where we probably would prefer not to go. But God made us all different, so we've all got different ministries, different roadside ministries. We're all diverse, we're all good at different things, and that's what God wants to use. So that's why every single one of us matters. Every single one of us is important. And you know, God's bigger than anything we may think. 
You know, God, Jesus, doesn't get hindered by, dare I say it, church politics. Jesus doesn't get hindered by program. Jesus doesn't get hindered by people. Jesus doesn't get hindered by opinions. And yet, let's be honest, sometimes we do. We get hindered in our roadside ministries because of these things. And it restricts us at times. But it shouldn't, because it didn't restrict Jesus. It's great that we come together on Sundays and we worship together. But God, Jesus, is bigger than Sundays. God, Jesus, is bigger than any day of the week. And God, Jesus, is bigger than me. And he's bigger than you. He's bigger than each and every one of us. We get caught up, don't we, sometimes? We all do this. It's natural. We sometimes get caught up in numbers. We get caught up in results. We get caught up in progress. And we get caught up in things that don't really matter. One is important. One matters. The story of the lost sheep. 99 are okay. So why bother with one? And yet the shepherd does. So the question is, what are your roadside ministries? We all have them. We're all doing them. But do we always take the time to notice them? Do we always use them? Do we always get involved? Do we always act? Do we, share, do we see their value? Or do we become too busy? Because it's easy sometimes, can't we? We can say, we become a little selfish and we say, well, I can't be bothered. I've got this on, I've got that on. It's too much hassle. Oh, if I get involved in that, it might get a little bit messy. We sometimes only want the easy bits, the nice bits, the bits that we want. And it's not about us. But too often, sometimes, we make it about us. And that's not what it's supposed to be about. And we all do it. Maybe we've never realised that we've got roadside ministries. Maybe we've never realised that we're actually doing them. And so we undervalue them. And we don't see them as important. Jesus is the best example, the best role model. So why is it sometimes we ignore it and don't really take much notice? Could be again, we don't want to disrupt things. We don't want to be criticised if we do something that's a little bit different. We need to be do-gooders. As the song says, we just want to speak the name of Jesus. I'm challenged daily at work as I come across roadside ministries. Addictions, abuse, judgment, misunderstanding is definitely the loved one, the lack of love. And I've recently been challenged. I've come up against suicide at work, which has had a massive impact on me. And I'm working that through with help, support, and the prayer of people, and a little bit of counselling. But it's reality. It's real life. It's a roadside ministry. It's a place where we need to be. Poverty on a daily basis. We're all called to be somewhere. I'm certainly in the place where I've been called to be and that's where I need to be. As tough 
and as hard and as draining as it is sometimes. But we're not alone. We have Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit, and he equips us and he enables us to get through things that we think we would never get through. My last month at work getting through that has been difficult and hard. But with prayer support and my faith, I am getting there gradually. It's a time thing. It will take time, 100%. But it's still a place where I need to be and where I need to serve. And so the question for all of us is where are we called to be? Where is our roadside ministry? What is our roadside ministry? Because it's simply just about being there, being out there, as you, as if you like, rolling your sleeves up, getting the work done. And even when it appears, because it does appear like this sometimes, even when it appears illogical, even when it appears foolish, even when it fears, feels impractical sometimes, we may even feel compassion sometimes is a little bit soft-headed. We may even feel that mercy for offenders is a little bit weak-minded and that grace for the undeserving is a little bit irrational and generosity to people that are irresponsible is unwise. But this world needs do-gooders. It needs people of God. It needs people to speak the name of Jesus in a passionate way and by following him. We need to share. We need to alleviate suffering. We need to alleviate ill-begotten, ill-informed, ill-fed, ill-tempered, ill-motivated, illegal, and ill-treated who live amongst us. And that's our community. That's our society. We all know people like that. We may feel at times we've been treated like that. As we said, John 1, 14, the word became flesh. And when I read this, when I was thinking about this, it really hit me. The word became flesh. So there was all the word and God sent Jesus to dwell amongst us and to become flesh. And the first thought I had, that's what I need to do. Instead of just spouting words all the time, I need to become flesh in my community. Where I live, where I work, where I go about my daily business. And so that's the challenge I put out to us today is word became flesh. We know the words, so let's become flesh. Let's put it into action just as Jesus did. Matthew 9 verse 36 said, And Jesus saw the crowds. He had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. What do we see when we look out on society? How do we view it? How do we view our streets where we live? Do we look out and see that? C.S. Lewis said, Nothing is really ours until we share it. Do we look at the crowds with compassion? Do we look at our friends, neighbours, family even, and have that compassion? 
Of course, it's good and right that we share Jesus and we pray with people. But the most important thing that any of us can do is support them. Listen to them. Be there. People don't always remember what you say, but they always remember what you do. They always remember your actions. Actions speak louder than words. Every time. And that's powerful. And when done in Jesus' name, it's even more powerful. And that's what I believe simply Jesus did. He was there. He mixed. He shared. <clears throat> he was visible. The great thing is as well, we are all different, as I've already said. We're all diverse. We all have different gifts. And that's right. So we have them. So yes, let's use them. But let's use them together. We can all do something to make a difference. Every single one of us. We can all impact a person's life. We can all change someone's life. And it can start with simple things like visiting, kind words, maybe a bit of shopping, maybe a smile, meal, gardening. It can be anything. Anything can become a roadside ministry. And anything can be used for the extension of God's kingdom and to change people's lives. It's just getting alongside people. That's all we do at work. And sometimes things are great and things progress. And sometimes you get hit and stopped dead in your tracks like I did five weeks ago. But it's still where we need to be. Also too, even my new role as the chaplain of Gateshead, it's a challenge. It's great because I love football. Of course it is. But it's still a challenge. And relationships even there are being built. And who, know where, who knows where that will lead. I watched a documentary yesterday on footballers when they go through the academies and then they get dropped. And so there's depression. And it was powerful stuff to see that. Because we don't think things like that affect people. When you think you're going to be a professional footballer, then you're told, put into an office, that's it, finished. And then nobody wants to talk to you anymore. Nobody wants to know you anymore. So there's needs wherever we are. Roadside ministries. What is your roadside ministry? What are you doing to speak the name of Jesus where you are and where you live and where you move and where you work. Let's show some radical love in this broken world in which we live. Even if that sometimes involves thinking outside the box, which we're doing this morning, because the sermon's first. Fold me. <laughs> uh, but it's great. We have to think outside the box sometimes. Especially when we're going to some of the places we go or need to be. And never, never underestimate the little things. You know, I say this all the time. The little things have the biggest impact sometimes. They really do. Don't underestimate them. Don't underestimate your roadside ministry. Don't compare your roadside ministry to somebody else's. Because they're all important, they're all valid, and they're all achieving the same goal. 
So let's stop complicating it. Let's do what we're simply meant to do and speak the name of Jesus into society and into people's lives to empower them and change them and break addictions, break strongholds, pray for our families and everything. So let's be there. Let's support. Let's be kind. Let's listen. Are we a do-gooder? I'm quite happy to be a do-gooder. Are we making a difference? And the big one, are we being flesh? It so impacted me that. Are we being flesh in our communities? Each and every one of us. May the Lord add his blessing to his word this morning. And may he challenge us. And let's not just forget it, me included. Let's, let's meditate on it and dwell on it as we continue in worship, but also when we leave this place. Amen.